everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and joining me as always is none other than my co-host, Vera. Ow! Hey guys. Wow, I cannot believe it's Friday, like it's already the first week of November, right? So it's been a few days, but you know, if you guys celebrate this, I hope you all had a fantastic and super spooky Halloween. I sure as hell did. You know, there's a saying when, down here as well that's been circulated around the internet. Down here we say, fuck off with that Halloween shit, you little cunts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I'd be saying that, but... Okay, yeah, it's now, it's now um, unse- you know, badly rated, but it's okay. <laughs> But that's how, <laughs> well, that's how it is here sometimes. Anyway, joining up on as always is my interim host, Noble. Uh, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, and holy shit, watch out for the truck! <laughs> mm-hmm. And joining me ne- next on the panel, we have Gear. How you doing? Great to have you back on. Show. Great to be here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on. Uh, last time we had gear on was quite some time ago. I think this is your second time on. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right. It's great to be back. Oh, groovy. And speaking of things like Halloween, I think it almost feels like as if it's cu- it's been a more cursed season than usual. Well, Halloween is typically all about the the dark spirits and all of that spookiness happening and you know, mischief night and the day of the dead and whatnot. But uh, he, at least here in the United States, uh, for some reason, we take Halloween very seriously. Pumpkins all around, you know, decorations well, and spooky, we used to, scary we used skeletons. To. Not so much anymore. Hey, I do. What do you mean? I'm candy corn, bro. <laughs> no, I know you're candy corn, but I'm saying like the, the trick-or-treaters aren't what they used, used you know, to be, I can tell you, you that. Know, on, on that same point, when I, where I was, I only had one group of kids knock on my doorstep doing that sort of thing. Halloween. I had not a damn person. Okay, that's actually a very good point, because uh, on Halloween night, when I was here, I think around 6pm, like about when the sun went down, yeah, we really didn't get anybody. But I remember when I was a kid, you know, back in like, I don't know, a long time ago, me and my friends, yeah, right? we, would be out and, you know, we would be out until like freaking 1130 at night. Just like we get like 20 pounds of candy, fill it up a suitcase or, or like a pillowcase or whatever. Yeah, we'd be all just crazy. Admit, just, just, just admit we're old. OK, just admit that we're old. <laughs> well, I guess times have changed because, you know, we had some trick or treaters here, but. I mean, around like and, when the sun went down, like I said, it was like, bleh. And for the love of God, what is this trunk or treat shit? That's what my nieces went to. What is this trunk or treat shit? <laughs> I don't know. Well, now I got a bunch of excess candy, so. You just, you just hang out in a parking lot, apparently. And just go from car to car. That's not like trick or treating. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like we're at a freaking at a freaking Giants game. Like, I mean, come on. 
Like you go, you go bang on. But then again, you know, look at the way the world is today. You can't, you can't go bang on somebody's door because, oh my God, who knows what's going to happen? See, if they have Halloween decorations, I would imagine that they're in the spirit. So yes, right. that's a good house to hit. Well, you would think you would think so, but like in today's day and age, oh my God, you can't do that anymore. They're going to go up there. They're going to get a butterfinger with a knife in it. That's <laughs> this. I think. You know, from 2020 onwards, I still remember now all the trick-or-treating scenes have slowed down to a big trickle. I don't know what, but like before that in 2019, I got like a hefty amount, a handful of trick-or-treaters knocking on my doorstep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because ever since 2020 happened, uh, I guess parents are more scared of public strangers and whatnot. That kind of makes sense, or at least it would make sense back in back in the day, but nowadays, now it's 2023. I mean, come on. But yet they sent us out to raise hell freaking 20 years ago. So what? Oh, dude, it was crazy. Like, we were out until <laughs> like sometimes like I know. 1 o'clock in the morning. Like, my goodness. Yeah, we were having a party all 10, night. It was great. Yeah, it was 10, 11 o'clock by the time mm-hmm. I used to get home. <laughs> yep, and yep. we'd walk, and me and my neighbors, and like, we'd walk and we'd go and we, I mean, hell, dude, we'd probably go three, four miles away and just hit every house. And I'm not exactly in a suburb. You know, you got yeah. distance between houses. And we'd go and we'd walk and raise hell. And we got, I remember, I remember some years, man. Geez, I'd come home with a freaking, with a pillowcase full of shit. The same. You know? same. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, th- I think my uh, record was that, like 17 or 18 pounds. Yeah, you'd be eating that. You'd be eating that for friggin' two months. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god. Like, and, and some places, if you hit certain houses, you get full size candy bars. Like they'd hand out like a full size friggin' Hershey bar or a full size Twix or a full size friggin' Butterfinger. Those were the best. Yeah, those those are the rich people houses. Anyway, not even that. Just some people would just like hand out like full size like. I remember one time I came home with like a bag of freaking Twizzlers. Like it was, it was pretty awesome. I hit that. I hit one house that was like kind of dark and I knocked on the door and I did the thing and it's like, man, I wish I had my fursuit back then. (laughs) It's like, yeah. And I hit that. I was like, I don't know. It was like 10, maybe 12. And I hit that one house, and it was like, man, I came home with like a whole bag of friggin' Twizzlers. <laughs> it was, it was mint. It was awesome. It's like kids today will never get that. Anyway, to get with the to move things along, you know, I hope you all, if you do celebrate Halloween, hope you had a great one. But we must show you this one, Evira. Look at that. Oh, yes, I made a pumpkin. See, so last year I did Pumpkinception, where I made like a little person, like a pumpkin person in his pumpkin house, and he made a jack-o'-lantern. But this year, I just decided to go, oh, whoa. You put a pumpkin <laughs> in a pumpkin garage. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. And even, oh. <laughs> and, even, and even the pumpkins and the pumpkin, the outside pumpkin has an ear. Of course he does, yes. And, and that those ears are carved from that part that I carved away originally. But here's the thing. Uh, the day after Halloween, I went outside and I saw that one of the pumpkin ears was missing. And I'm pretty sure a squirrel took it. At least that's what my dad told me. 
So Jolt, uh, was it yummy? <laughs> He's like, I bet a squirrel took it. I'm like, oh fuck, man! Oh come on, Jolt, what are you doing? There is way too much orange in that picture. Uh, it's all the orange. Orange is the best color. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you? Okay. Aren't you glad I didn't say bananas? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I wanted the original idea that I had was I wanted this the pumpkin inside to be white, but they sold out of white pumpkins. So I was like, okay. I could do something with this, so I just gave it ears and a face. <laughs> and White I saved pumpkin, the seeds, and then I roasted them and made pumpkin seeds. Yeah, huh? I know, and I'm not going to get to eat any of those. Yeah, we'll see. I still got some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I did that, and then uh, Jack Skellington, I made like another one of those pumpkins. But um, see, I wanted to carve the pumpkins before... I went to Furpok, but I didn't really have time to do that. I was, like, packing and everything. But, yeah. Halloween is fun. I went down to Furpok. Once you do that, don't they get all, don't they get all, like, friggin' mushy and stuff, like, in a couple of days? Well, well, yeah, but pumpkins can last for a while, as long as you don't open them up and stuff. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you'd have carved it, like, if you'd have carved it, like, a week or two ago, by Halloween, yeah. it would have been, like, all shot, right? It depends on how cold the weather is, because if it's, like, literally a refrigerator outside, if it's, like, 45 degrees, then you should be fine. But it was very, very warm. On Halloween, yeah, I'm pretty no sure good. it was, like, 70 degrees out on Halloween, and then, like, the next day, it was, like, 42 degrees. So... I mean, dude, at, at, at Furpock, it was, like, 75 on Friday. Yeah, so you, you never really know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was insane. That was nice. Speaking of, now we're going to get started with this, these things. So, I hear you had a very special celebration in and around the Halloween time frame. Vera. Oh, yes. Uh, what, when you mean me and, uh, and Gear. And, and, and among many others. Which and among many uh, others, yeah. We went to Furpocalypse 2023. Now, here's the fun thing about Furpocalypse 2023, is that um, <laughs> the last time I was there was in 2019, when they had the Red Lion. And it was yeah, a it was dilapidated the Apocalypse Hotel, and then it was dilapidated and destroyed. I wasn't able to go last year, but this year is the new hotel. So I was able to go to that. And it was basically like a family reunion. Hell, like I haven't seen people in like four years. It was so incredible to, to meet some new friends, see some old ones, you know? Stop stealing my lines. Aw. Hey, it was great to see you in real life. Yeah. Oh, no. fun experience. So... I guess now it feels it um, to put as the kids would say now for Apocalypse hits differently. Uh it does because here's the thing they did not expect to have this many people at Furpock. In fact, they um they overbooked. See, I was supposed to be at the main hotel, which was in uh was it Stamford? No, it wasn't it, yeah, it was Stanford. the the the, the armor. Right, yeah, but, but they had the Stamford Hotel originally. And then it was like the the arm the armorin or armor whatever they call Armon. it. The Armon. Armon. The Armon, right. So I originally had a hotel there, but it was me and like four of my other friends, and 
something happened where the Arman, they overbooked hotels. And like a week before the con, they realized that, okay, we don't actually have enough space for you guys. So they sent an email out to like many, many people saying that, yeah, uh, sorry, we can't actually have you here. They sold out in 90 minutes, like as soon as the room blocks or whatever like happened. And it wasn't just a room block, it was the entire hotel itself. So the overflow hotel was called Stamford, and that's where I was. And at the time, um, I was rooming with Crusader Cat. So thankfully, him and I were able to get a room, which was great. And then they had a shuttle going back and forth, and that ended at 3 o'clock in the morning. I think it started at 9 or maybe 10 a.m. And it was like every 15 minutes, it was like cycling around. It, was, it, was, it wasn't that far, but it was like an impossible walk, basically. It was like a few miles away. So imagine walking in fursuit like two or three miles down the road. Yeah, uh, no, don't forget. Really uphill, no. Don't forget. Uphill both ways. Yeah, it was not a good experience. So at least they had the free shuttle, which was nice. But still, I mean, just staying at the Overflow Hotel. Because I guess the original hotel, like, messed up or something. But it was all right. You know, at least I was there. You know, I was able to see all my friends again. It was really, really fun. But this is the story that I wanted to tell you guys. Now... I'm going to say the story and let me know how stupid I am, okay? Right. I've never been to Stanford before. It was an hour closer. It was only like an hour and a half drive, even though I had traffic. It ended up being like about two and a half, but whatever. Um, I didn't know that they had a parking garage at the hotel that I was staying at, at the Stanford. So I randomly decided to go into a parking garage under like uh, some office building. And they're like, oh, it's like six dollars, you know, if you're here for three hours and eight dollars over three, like whatever. Overnight is like 18 or something crazy like that. So I was like, okay, I just want to park it like the first day I got like on Thursday night. So I got here at like 530. So I parked there and I was waiting around for my roommate, you know, Crusader to come. And he he eventually ended up getting here around like eight. So I'm like, okay, uh, we went up to our room. He unpacked his stuff, and then we said, okay, let's just, you know, walk down. It was maybe like half a mile away. Like, it wasn't that far. And we were going to go get my car and then park it at the hotel we're staying at because they actually did have a parking garage. Here's the thing, though. Uh, we walked over to that office building, and it turns out they locked the gates. What oh, the crap? No. So basically, Dude. you were left stuck outside. Yeah, all my clothes, my fursuit, um, Literally everything aside from, like, my phone and my wallet was, like, locked up overnight. I'm like, what the crap? And and it was only, like, 8.30 p.m. So why would an office building close their parking garage like that? I didn't know. I had no idea. And I, I looked over across the road, and it seems like other office buildings, they were, they were all closed up as well. Like, well, well, fuck me. Like, what do I do? So in the morning, oh, my goodness, I had to, like... <laughs> Ah, God, I had to go, like, walk there in the morning to hope, think, hopefully thanking God that, like, it was still open. I had to pay the $18 fee just to get my car out of there and then drive, like, right down the road to the, the free parking lot that we had because for Pac, we did have a free parking at, at the hotel, like, at the overflow and the main one. But I just felt so stupid. Like, I had no idea.
and I was too nervous to drive around the city. Like I've never been there before. Like the hell do I know, right? Like right. Ah. And then it's a whole new, whole new place, whole new joint, Stamford, Connecticut, right on, you know, right on the coast. Well, it ended up working out okay, because I remember that night, like Thursday night when I arrived, and at this point my car was still locked up. I was just like chilling at the restaurant, like bar area, and I was telling one of my friends that I just met, uh, Critter. He's pretty cool. Uh, we ended up hanging out like all con. You know, I was just talking to him about the whole situation. And then some, like, old guy next to me, he's like, oh, I hope that they don't put a boot on your on your wheel. And I was like, oh, no. They're going to boot my car? Like, what the crap do I do then? <laughs> I had stuff in the back didn't... of my truck. We could have taken care of that. Ah, well, thankfully, they didn't do that. But I was just like, I felt so dumb. I'm like, I didn't even know you guys had a parking garage at this hotel. Like, I thought I had a do it somewhere else, like in other cities, you know, I don't know. Because you would think that, you know, if you were getting a hotel, you'd just be like, you know, you, you would think you'd use the hotel, hotel's inbuilt parking, or if not, then yeah. Well, I, I didn't even know they had that, like, that's the thing. Like, it didn't say it on my GPS, it just said, oh, parking over here and there and here, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just gonna do that and then walk, I guess. Yeah, now, looking back, I feel kind of stupid, but... It all worked out because I was able to drive it back to the uh, back to the Stanford Hotel that me and Crusader were staying at. So, and I just left it there for like three days. I'm like, okay, you know what? Whatever. It's not moving. It's fine. That's good. At least, at least things worked out in a way. Yeah. So, uh, Gear, how did that work with you? Like, uh, did when when you drove up? Have you ever been there before? Like, were you there last year? No, no, I wasn't there last year. I'm just uh, oh. I'm dealing with my I'm dealing with my hand right now. I just put a bunch of wood in the wood stove and I just burnt the shit out of my hand. So bear with me mm -hmm. for a minute. <clears throat> oh goodness. Okay, but um, but uh, so yeah, no, it was uh, it was uh, I drive a I drive a big ass truck, and mm -hmm. um, it wasn't it wasn't fitting in that parking garage, and the uh. The staff was quite nice, and they uh, they took care of me, and they put me in an overflow lot, which was really nice. Oh, so was that the third stop? That was the uh, that was basically the lot for the car show. I but, see, I see. But because I have a big ass truck, and I damn near turned it into a convertible trying to drive it into that six foot tall parking garage, that wasn't going to work. Um, so they made a spot for me. They made a spot for a couple other fellers too, because I'm not the only furry that drives a big ass pickup truck. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, no, right in the states, it's all fucking common. Right. So you know what? They made room for us, and uh, I really appreciate it. They took care okay. of me, and I mean, I you know, I'm not somebody that wants special treatment or anything like that. But you know, I mean, I'm sorry. That's what I got. So it's either I park this friggin' monster or I can't join in the fun. They took care of me. They helped me out. I really appreciate it. When it comes to the staff there, I can't say enough about them. Uh, a bunch of people were bitching about them. I don't understand why. They're, you know, I know a bunch of them, but they're 
all a bunch of hell of a nice fellas. So I don't understand what the issue is when it comes to that. I really don't. Yeah, they did do a good job. See, when I got there on Thursday night, even though I I didn't have any of my clothes or uh, fursuit or anything, I did well, you have my even wallet. At that hotel. No, I wasn't, but I was able to get there for registration on Thursday night. Oh, and, um, you. I didn't get the well, registration. I, I, was, I, was waiting, I was waiting in line for like probably about an hour and 15 minutes. Maybe a little over an hour, and then when, See, once I should have done to, that, but I was once, too busy. I was too busy helping people. I should have done that. But yeah, I here's did. yeah. But when I got to the door, I realized they said there was like a sign on the door that says "pre-reg only" on Thursday night. I'm like, oh crap, because I didn't pre-reg. I was just gonna oh, register at the door. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm like, oh, did I really just wait over an hour for nothing? And then when I got there, I, I spoke to one guy, and he's like, okay, uh, talk to the person next to me. So I did. And, ah, oh, man, I forgot his name. Like, I've known him for, for a while. I forgot. But he's like, okay, uh, we, can, we can register you now. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, yes, oh, thank goodness. So it, it wasn't like, they we're said all, that there was some kind of like veterans. a miscommunication or whatever. Yeah, we're all and, veterans, I know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess... Old. Well, I, I guess he remembered me, and he's like, okay, I can help you out. And my badge number was 1465. All I know is, is like, I was, I was, you know, I kept telling people, I got to get the reg, I got to get the reg, and it's Thursday mm -hmm. night. And they're like, oh, just don't worry about it, we'll take care of it, we'll take care of it, we'll take care of it. And I'm helping people haul shit out of the parking garage, up to their rooms, moving stuff around, setting up tables. Doing all yep. kinds of shit. It's like, you know, here I am. It's like I tell them every year I ain't working for this fucking convention. I'm here to have a good time. I always end up doing that. And, you know, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. It's freaking Saturday when I finally get my badge. I mean, Jesus Christ. Even though I had already paid for everything, I could have probably ghosted that goddamn con. Nobody's going to bust my balls, but I'm not that kind of person. See, I don't know and, if, you, if you could have done that. It doesn't matter. I already paid. It didn't matter. Right, right. I already right. paid. So it doesn't matter whether I had the freaking piece of plastic around my neck or not. The only person that gave a shit was when I was trying to walk into the dealer's den. That was the only one that was fucking looking for a badge. Everybody mm -hmm. else knows me. So it's like they're not going to freaking sit there and give me guff. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. But it's like... You know, at the same time, it's like, you know, you got to do something better with the registration. Like, you got to make it, you got to make it faster. Like, just, just have everybody walk up. You know, no, like in today's day and age, yeah. just walk up, hand them your cell phone, and hit the freaking barcode or whatever. If you're pre-registered, bang, there it is. All right, walk over, grab your badge, walk the fuck out. Not have to stand there because I was standing in the line for two hours while all the people, because pre-reg was on Thursday. I wasn't there Thursday. I was helping people. And everybody's sitting there filling out shit on the computer and names and badges and all this shit. Just why are they doing it that way? Walk well, they, they got to print it out, too. It's not like they already have them right. all pre-printed. Right. But what I'm saying is, is like, why isn't it just like, 
if you go to a swap meet or a race or anything like that, walk in, hand them your freaking 60 bucks or 80 bucks, whatever it is in cash. They hand you a fucking thing and you walk away. Wristband, whatever. You don't need this badge with your name printed on the fucking thing. Just walk in, do this, goodbye. It doesn't matter who you are, whatever. Just walk in, here's your shit, here's your wristband, and just be done with it. It's it just quick, quick and dirty. That's it. As long as the con gets their money, that's all that it should matter. It shouldn't matter who it is. You should not have to fill out your name, your freaking address, your freaking life story. No, I'm here. I want to join the con. Cool. All right, here. It's this much money. Throw the cash down, swipe a credit card, whatever. Here's your wristband. Here's your badge, whatever. Goodbye. Yeah, not but that's, sit that's, there on a computer for freaking ten minutes while one person's typing one fucking finger. Right, right, like, right. That's no. the thing with badges, though, because like you want your name on the badge, right? Okay. You don't need your name on a badge. You have a badge around your neck. All right, that's. You don't need the name on the badge for the con. You need your name on the badge that you that you that's your handle, whatever. You don't need that for the con. I mean, at least I don't think so. I mean, Jesus All Christ. Right, I- I mean, look, I just realized this now. I just screwed it up completely. <laughs> Dude. Dude, you're rambling. You're ranting. Um, I know, I get the opinion about it, though, but I think we're going to need to move this a bit on to... Um, I, went, I want to know the meat and bones of what, what really went down. You know, how was the apocalyptic experience? You know? Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I would say after I got over my initial anxiety of parking in the wrong place, and then I eventually got my car back to the hotel, I would say... I had a very nostalgia experience because I, I was seeing friends that I haven't seen in many, many years. Like I, I would just be walking along and, and somebody would yell, Avera, is that you? And I'd turn around and like, whoa! Like, yeah. I, I went to my buddy's room party. Remember, Joel, I was telling you about this earlier, the one who got the suite? Right. And I haven't seen him since like 2019. Or... I remember when he was rooming with me, actually, at my house in real life in 2020. And I was able to see him again. I was just like, wow, that is so cool. And then I got to see uh, a-, a few other Raiders were there, too. Yeah, you so were telling Astro, me. Astro, Trenty. Um, I thought... It was so cool. In a way, it was like, a- Everywhere I went, it's like people I recognized. And I remember... um. I believe this was on Saturday night. I uh, went down to the bar in the main hotel, and I was just chilling with a bunch of Long Island furs. Um, and people who I haven't talked to in, God, so many, like, since, like, 2018, 2019, you know, we were all just, like, it was, like, the good old times, you know? It really did feel like a family reunion. It was so cool. You we had a blast. It made like it made it feel like it was you got the con experience back. The con experience is back to where it was. Yeah, well, and, and here's the thing too, like uh, about Furpok, like, um, I got my fursuit, like my candy corn doggo, at Furpocalypse in 2016. So this is like my seventh year anniversary of coming back to this. It was super awesome. I wish I would have went into the fursuit games, but. <laughs> by Sunday morning, I was so tired. I was so exhausted, man. Like, I woke up and I was just like, okay, I can't. 
But I did go down there and I watched it and everything. But and then uh, one of my buddies, uh, well, Trenty, like I was talking to you about, yeah, he was there. He did a good job. And yeah, you got into this in 2016. Uh, for a park, yeah. Wow. Now there seems to be a lot of other good, you know, lots and lots of interesting things too that's gone down. Um, you know, they had had some great digs. They had a ball pit. There was a ball pit. Oh, do you want to show a picture of that? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's it's such a mood now. After after Dashcon, I feel like it's, it's after uh, Dashcon a, a sort of uh, tradition for every con, no matter what it is, to have a ball pit. Like whether well, it's friggin' Well, I think Furcons like free for all kind of started that that trend. Oh, it's not that no Dashcon. Like everybody started to put a ball pit in their con for the memes. Come on. Yeah, I know. Yep. But <sighs> they don't have nearly as many balls as they should have. But hey, I was there for it. <laughs> At least some of them. No are balls. <laughs> At least some of them are what? No. At least some of them are touching. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got some balls in there. And uh, this was on the last night. I believe this was on Sunday night. Before they started to close stuff down, but uh, Furpok was pretty fantastic. Now, not only did I meet a bunch of furry raiders and a bunch of like my old friends from Long Island and New York, but I even met uh, a very infamous YouTuber. Right, another another def Australian defected to the United States. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm detecting a little I'm de detecting a little bit of freaking aggravation here. Yeah, well. Oh, I don't know. I mean, they can you know it's their life. They can move whatever wherever the money and the opportunity goes. I'm not not. I like that defected to the United States. I uh, <laughs> kind of a. Oh, I know. I was just giving it lip. Ela elaborate a little bit, would you please, brother? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I tend, I tend to not, you know, keep away, you know, keep up to date with the free, with what people do and what other freaks do in their own personal business. Because we're again, at the end of the day, we're not, we or I are not friggin', you know, the paparazzi or nothing. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm just saying the way you said nothing defected like to oh, the United States. Basically, fucked off to, fucked off of Australia and moved to the states. Okay, I was just gonna say, like the way you say "defected" is like, oh my god, this is freaking, uh, you know, this is like the Cold War. He freaking defected. Nah, <laughs> you know no, no, it's mean? fine. He, he's like a famous YouTuber and stuff, and it was actually kind of cool to meet him. You know, I, I told him I, I used to watch his videos and stuff. But yeah, so uh, Joel, do you want to? So you fanboy? I was. Yes. Hmm. Yes, it's not. Now you don't know what, now, now you can. Now you can tell. Now you can tell if Joel's all pissed off. Now you don't. Now you don't oh, piss him no, off. No, I'm not. It takes a bit to get me pissed off. It's just had. I just had to go for a good remark. That's all. But yes, I, just, I like. I like that. Faces. To the United States. Oh, look at that! Not so nice. I'll be down. Right. So this is nuts. <laughs> He's pretty cool. I mean, uh, well, not really, but like, uh, we hung out. Not really. He's cool, but not really. Nah, <laughs> not well, we, we ended up chatting for for a little bit. 
I was like, oh, I, I, I love your YouTube videos, which I did, you know, like he, he's a pretty talented musician. But Obviously, yeah, I, I got to meet Nas and I got to meet like a bunch of other people too. You know, like I said, it wasn't just about that. It was like all my other old friends that I haven't seen for years. It really did feel like a family reunion just coming back to Furpok. So cool. Stop stealing my stop stealing my freaking words, man. It was a family reunion. I've had PCD like you wouldn't believe for the last week. Like it's terrible. Well, seeing you at Furpok was the first time you've ever met in real life, and that was great. Just great. I I would say it was awesome. I'm well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was and like nice. and, a, and like typical con every freaking 30 seconds you're getting pulled in a different direction because somebody oh my god hey how you doing holy shit hey i haven't seen you for ah, yeah. nice oh yeah hey nice suit yeah that too oh yeah of course <laughs> No, I didn't realize this carpet that's freaking 11 years old could be whatever, but you know, I mean, that kind of, that kind of, that kind of got to me a little bit too. It's like, oh, here's this carpet that's 11 years old. Oh my God. Well, here's a guy that just spent freaking 20 grand on a mixed candy, but you're going to drag me away. Like, I think, you know, when real recognizes real when right up there. So, so no. we had we had some other events going on at uh, for Apocalypse, for example, trick or treating on Saturday night. That was fun. That was, that was a lot fun. of fun. Yeah. So basically, uh, if you could just walk around the entire hotel and just knock on people's doors, and they would just like give you candy. Uh, there were some very creative doors out there. I, I I saw one video. I didn't actually see this guy. I forgot what floor he was you on. Got, you got candy. I got beers. All right. Well, well, I, I I did too, but I went to room parties. But oh, during okay. the trick or treating, yeah, me and my buddy, uh, we were walking past. Um, during the trick or treating, I got beers. It was yeah, pretty okay, good. Okay. You know, I, I could only imagine it now. You go trick or treating at a fur con, and it's like you start knocking on every next person's room, and it's like trick or treat. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so uh, uh, one guy I saw, they actually opened up their door, but then they turned it into a curtain. And it was like a fake vending machine. So what you would do is you take like a cardboard coin and put it through a slit in the in the curtain. And then they would like put a candy like through another slit on the bottom. It was pretty damn creative. Uh, I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I didn't see that one. Oh yeah, uh, I think. No, I, I didn't are. see that one, bro. I went. I went because I dress up like Dracula. Yeah. In my <laughs> nice. first, in my fursuit, and. I went and it was like everyone, everyone that I went to, it was like they handed me a beer. <laughs> it oh was great. damn! So you, you went to the party floor. I, I guess so. I mean, I don't know. But it was like everyone was like, "Oh, we're out of candy." Because I don't know. Maybe I was. At, I, I don't know. Maybe it was the, at the end of it or whatever. But I, <laughs> I went running around and like, everybody handed me a beer. Like I, remember, you know, because my first shoes got pockets. So every one of my pockets is freaking stuffed with beer. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, it was great. I loved it. That was that was better. The hell, fuck the candy. I want beer. <laughs> you know, I like that whole. Wow. Nice. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Apart from all of that, um, what do you guys think? Like overall experience? Would you um, would you say come? You know, enjoy the con. Come back. You know, big tips to return next year or? Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. I don't know. I would like to, but the problem is, if if I have to be stuck at the overhaul, like, whoa, what was that? Um, if I have to be stuck at the overflow hotel again, uh, that that honestly really was an inconvenience. Taking the shuttle back and forth, that's something you have to wait for 15, 20 minutes there and back. And like, if you don't, like, if you're a fursuiter especially, and you're not at the main hotel, it really is an inconvenience. So I would like to be able to go to... Park again, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to get a room. So if I can't do it at the main hotel, I don't know if it's worth it unless they get a bigger hotel. Right. right. I get what you mean. I think maybe it's just like every Furcon's just grown out too much and it's going to be a at that point. So, give it enough time. Yeah. But overall, like if you haven't had those, um, like, that aside, hotel aside, what about the gen your general experience? You know, with all the events and stuff, would you, you know, yay or nay? Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. I went to a like an international snack panel hosted by my buddy Hyper. That was fun. And it was packed. We had like 50 people in that room because, of course, we would. Yeah. Did you go to the wine and cheese party? That was good. I too. did. Yes, I did go to the wine and cheese party. Oh, that was yummy. Yeah, didn't I send oh, you pictures? Did how did I not see you there? I must have just missed you. Yeah, yeah, I was there. I was there all night. Oh my god! So they had a wine and cheese party. They had like a whole table of like seven or what nine different cheeses. No, oh, it was a lot more than that when I was there. Wow, it was really good. They had like a little banner and everything, like right above the window. Yeah, it was. It was great. And I'm not somebody that's into that fancy stuff, but it was good. I mean, yeah, it was great. Bunch of room parties going on. Um, you know, yeah, the fifth floor was hot. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. So mm -hmm. I will say I, I'm a little skeptical, though, about, in conclusion, about free-for-all. Uh, I'm sorry, free-for-all. Uh, for Apocalypse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, uh, for yeah. Apocalypse. Uh, they said that during closing ceremonies, there were only 1,865 people that came or something like that, like 1,800 something. Oh, that ain't yeah, that I don't, I don't believe, I do not believe that because one of my friends um, who I talked to on Saturday, his badge number was 2,065 and his boyfriend was 2,067. So I'm like, okay, um, there's no second. way we only had 1,800 people at this convention. I, honestly, I think there was probably like 2,300 people that went there because it was enormous. Now, hang on a second. You're going to get me to look at my badge. But, you know, in closing, yeah, well. If you pre-vegged, it was like under 1,000 probably. But okay. when I registered, it's already eight, 14. Mine's 852. Okay, yes. So then you pre-vegged, right? Of course, I pre -registered. right. So I, I registered at the door, and that's why I got like fourteen sixty five. 
But then I was talking yeah, to people wow. over 2,000. So, I don't know. There's, there's, there's no way. There had to have been because the way that the way the place was so packed, outside, inside, whatever. There had to have been over two thousand people there. Oh, there definitely were because, like I said, uh, my friends had like a twenty sixty five badge. So right, or twenty sixty maybe not two thousand, maybe not two thousand people registered, but there had to have been. I I said twenty five hundred people. Oh, it's got you it. never would have put that. You never would have put that group in Crown Law. There is no way. No, no. At our old hotel, hell no. Because back in 2016, that, that when I used to go, yeah, that place had less than No matter what you did. Oh yeah, I was a lot smaller then. But overall, it was uh, pretty darn great. I wish I could go back next year. I'm going to try. But that means that I'm going to have to try to uh, register a room within like three minutes of opening. So yeah, yeah. At that, at that point, that's probably like a mission and a half. You just have to like freaking no life until exploring the exit and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, good totally. Good luck if you ever want to try doing that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, to move the show along, we've got other items on on the dockets here and there. All right. So okay. We are going to experience another repeat of the um, McDonald's Japan saga. Look at this. Okay, so let's go. Bayonetta has a happy family, happy ending, but some fans aren't happy about it. Okay, so that man isn't her, you know, her husband. That's um, that's the late Shinzo Abe. Yes. That's um, yeah. But the real thing in question that you will be looking at is um is a piece of is an art of of one of the characters in the story. And look at that. They're one who happy family now. That's there a nice poster too. See it. It's a very wholesome poster. Yeah, and so why do I say that it's a repeat of the whole, you know, Macca's Japan saga? Because people still got so uppity in arms about a happy family. I mean, dude, look, it's friggin', it's what? It's 2023. Why is it, what is it that's about like a happy family with, a, you know, father and mother and a kid that gets people so upset? Right? That's what I want to know. Oh, so God forbid. Yeah, so God forbid. Right. And, yeah, like, take a look at some of the comments here that, yeah, like you said, God forbid. Why any character, like, real or, like, even fictional should be, should be, you know, should have a family. Ooh, platinum games. This is where I. This is where I. This is where I lost you, fellas. My guess is, the idea of a so-called happy, quote-unquote, evil cis family is way too triggering for most people in today's um, activist lifestyle. The best way. Right. Hold on a second. So you're not allowed. To, you're not allowed to be happy. Nope. 
You're not allowed to have a cisgender family. Like a tr- nuclear family, you know. Personally, I find that term family. offensive, but that's just me. Yeah, me too. It's stupid. So, a normal, every-go-lucky family is offensive to everybody now? Yep. To certain people, if you... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wowzers. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you no. know what the best the best part of this all is um they actually sh- <laughs> they shared memes of the late president and prime minister Shinzo Abe oh my goodness I mean this is the sort of thing Japanese should be doing too like they're in the middle of a demographic crisis and frick find some way to solve it I just realized something. All you guys have like cool pictures. I don't. Somebody should like figure oh, out how to get you, me like a cool picture, too. Oh, I don't know. You should probably fix that up on your end. I don't have a cool no. picture to put there. Yeah, well, get a pic of Shinzo Abe. Yeah, <laughs> like, do that, and then just and then just write some little caption. Oh, there you go. My job here is done. Have sex. Make the picture. Yeah, I love the picture. I love the freaking picture of Alvera where he looks like Donald Trump, the freaking wanted dead or alive. Oh, now <laughs> we have you know that the the Karen thing over. You could always have the dead stare. <laughs> yeah. I love that picture. I love that picture of freaking Alvera where he's just like, oh yeah, Alvera, he's done. Everything's good. You guys told him the Raiders, and then you put that freaking you put that picture up. It was just funny as hell. <laughs> Yes, so uh, I think in the broader sense, this is like woke, crazy alt-lefties trying to imbue their values upon Japanese culture. Right. And Japan is saying, nah. The hell with this. Yeah, Yeah. the hell with that crap, right? Like, yo, this is not your, like, this, like, we are not your culture. Yo, leave us alone with that garbage. Um, I do want to say this about Japan. I'm getting seriously embarrassed with some of the Westerners going over there and doing nothing but causing trouble. Right, because you showed me some pictures of like some Westerners basically, you know, being bumpsters, hitchhiking, and all that. I, I found out some asshole Aussie went over there and got himself arrested for dicking around. It's like, jeez, what is your problem? Yeah, what, wow. what, what did he do? Honestly, I, mean, I forget, but the only one I can remember is that black dude who thought it'd be a fun idea to trespass onto a construction site without permission. It's like, go and ask. Oh, yeah, it's I like, saw that. And and then when what? they said, yo, shoo away, then it's like, it's a racism thing. We're like, bro, you're, stop it. No, it's not. Well, like, why, why do people sit there and feel like this is okay? Uh, because they want to impart their western ideologies on cultures that don't agree with them that's why like like i just don't understand it like the way i was raised you don't walk onto some bitch's property without permission well here's how i see it uh you ever hear that quote when in rome you know if you go to a different situation or different place you know abide by their rules right you don't disrespect them by trying to imbue upon them your own radical ideology it's like well you, okay, you don't so think like you... me well you should ah 
well no but it's like if you if you know this is a bad situation people know this is a bad situation and it's like okay let's go over here and let's freaking stir up the hornet's nest why why you know it's like i love that turn fuck around and find out mm-hmm. because it's like no don't don't go here if you go here there's a good chance this is gonna happen well, that's like queers for palestine you think palestine likes of, queers you know <laughs> fuck around I find out pa- like, excuse me what queers for palestine hold on yep. a second what? yeah 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 dude like i've seen the i've seen people go parading around like degenerates parading around support expressing their support for palestine while hamas themselves says we want no support from you degenerates we don't yeah they they literally execute gays and they're like queers for palestine like bro Shut up. Okay, who's smoking? Who's smoking freaking crack or drinking the Kool Aid again? Uh, New York, California. Well, most of yeah, the well, yeah. yeah, Twitter. Yeah, no, no, okay, no, that no, makes no. sense. It's not everybody in that area. It's a bunch of useless twists that decided to start screaming at the top of their lungs. How the fuck could you possibly say you're for Palestine after what happened? Like it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize it's like this is not. It's a um, it's a kind of it's a big thing at the moment. But let's just say, you know, probably probably best to stick, you know, keep that wide berth and let them sort it out for themselves, rather than you know, involving sides. Why don't you just say, oh yeah, queers for ISIS? I mean, yeah. <laughs> at that point, you're like, yeah, that's that's a big mess. I mean, seriously. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not up on this or whatever, and I don't pay a lot of attention to this shit. But what happened over there is bullshit, and it yeah. was World War Three ridiculous, yeah. right? And it was ridiculous, and it was completely unfair and completely unprovoked and just bullshit. So it's like if anybody's like, "Oh, I'm for Palestine," it's like the way I look at it. It's like, "Oh yeah, hell yeah, you're for ISIS." You're for the same the app. You're for the same assholes that freaking took out our fucking tower. I don't. Uh, that's the I way I. That's the way I look at it. I think the the situation. But let's not go there. Though. I know the situation is a bit more complex than that. But yeah, we'll talk about that in the show. Keep things a bit on track, though. We've still got one. Well, let's do another little item. We've got time for to move. Just to move this along. Avira, now we got some, yeah, 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 more Disney cringe to share. Oh boy, which one? What is it this time? I ah, think here we go. Have, I think now we're gonna see a, a new saga of what if? What's it called? If this is basically this could very much be, you know, um, the this would be what Netflix is to Cleopatra. So here's here's the very interesting thing about Disney: they don't learn their lesson. You know, we we all saw what happened with Snow White, and how they're just pandering and just trying their absolute best to destroy themselves. Now we have from this article here, Disney looks to cast Michael B. Jordan as lead of a live action Hercules. Now, Michael B. Jordan, I get it, like it's just a job for him at the end of the day, but at the same time. 
he could have turned down this role and have been fine. So, you know, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, wait, 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 just a minute here. Out of, out of curiosity, Hercules, if I remember, that's a Greek um, correct. mythology yes. story, correct? That's correct. correct. Yep. So, just like Cleopatra. Right. What's wrong with hiring a Greek actor? Uh, because it's Disney and they don't learn. As the masses await Snow White in 2024, oh, that's another thing. Uh, there, it's it's going to be in 2025 now because they have to revamp the whole thing, and that's a whole different thing. We're we're probably going to be talking about next week. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, because no they they fucked up bad. Uh, the next Disney, uh, sorry, the the next entry in Disney's live action universe. Uh, may also be looking ahead as to what's come from the House of Mouse and the live-action Hercules movie will reportedly feature Marvel star Michael B. Jordan from Black Panther as the titular Greek god. So you can see the image right there from classic Disney back in the 90s. Uh, he's going to be cast differently now because, you know, mud diversity, and that's important. Over the last few years, the Walt Disney's company's efforts to retail their own classic animated stories in a live-action format has received eh, mixed reviews. There are those uh, fans who love seeing their favorite characters come to life in movies. Uh, wait, uh, come to life, uh, I'm sorry, in a whole new way. But there are also those who prefer the most prominent entertainment powerhouse in history to put original stories over the retellings. Yeah, no, nobody likes the remakes and the retellings. Look what they did to Lion King. I mean, what the crap? Yeah. And or they're, they're, The Little they're, Mermaid. They're not like, slowing yeah. down with the whole live action kerfuffle, believe me. Because right well, before this, the freaking trailer for the bad guys, the freaking new thing for the bad guys. It looks like mm -hmm. shit. Well, right before this, you know, they had Snow White, and then, like, the lead actress, she, like, she hates Snow White. Like, she hates the story. Like, she's such an insufferable witch. Like, nobody wants to watch that crap. And so, <laughs> what are they gonna do? They're still doing the same garbage. Really? Like, yo, be true to the story and stop pandering to people that nobody wants to see. That's and why they're losing billions like of Snow dollars. White. Sorry, this the same with Hercules, the same with Snow White. What is wrong with hiring the, you know, Pacific like, character, uh, Pacific you know, actors to play Pacific characters. characters for like Thank you. Oh my God! It's like with Snow White. Somebody with a brain. A Holy shit! To you know, play the actual dwarves in it. What, what's wrong with that? I I don't no, know. I'm sorry, but holy Christ! Thank you. It it's crazy. It really is. Like I don't give a. Be true to the story. You know what? Like, come on. This what? is just bonkers. Whatever happened? Whatever happened to? If it ain't busted, don't fucking fix it. Well, Hercules was a classic, you know, of Disney that that made a lot of money. It was a really great story, and it was a retelling of the, the Greek mythology. But uh, Hercules wasn't black. No. Sorry to say that, but like he wasn't. You know, so no, but at the same time, doing? if it's not busted, if it's not busted, why why fix it? Oh, because I don't money. understand it. Because money. What do you mean because money? And Just leave it alone. Hey, no, no, because two. that's what Disney does. And reason number two is that they're trying to retell the story to a whole new generation, but they're going about it the wrong way. 
Well, tell the real story. It's like stop with this freaking faking the history shit for my nieces. It's like I try to I try to talk to them about stuff and they tell me about what's going on in school. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute, my head about explodes. Yeah, I I thought it was like why the are you thing when they did like that. why what why why change what's up? Why because it'll look it'll look better? Like no, fuck that. This is how it was. You know what? Like, I'm I, I'm okay. I'm a white person, and I can enjoy Black Panther with an all-black cast because if it's a good movie, I don't give a flying crap about what race they are. It's not about representation listen, or whatever the bonkers. Like, who cares? It's not listen, about that. I don't give a flying crap. Listen, I don't give a flying crap about any of that shit. I don't care about race. I don't care about religion. I don't care about anything. But it's like, history is history. So, if the movie was originally... However, it was. If you're gonna redo the son of a bitch, then then redo it according to history. Don't fucking change it because oh, it looks better in 2023. It looks better to who? The pandering wackadoodles who think that like right. It looks better. Kind of it looks better ideology is a good thing. Yeah, um, it looks better. I was following up on the page because I'm a little curious. Okay, so basically yeah. most of this have um a lot of like questions about who they're going to cast regarding in the in the titular role of Hercules and and all the upcoming Disney projects. So now, Hercules is no longer Hercules. He's now, gonna be something else, the right? There's a, in the internet we call that we was Greeks and shit. <laughs> okay. Greeks, man. Come on, man. Hercules, bro. <laughs> Come on, man! You sound like friggin' you sound like Sleepy Joe. What the hell are you doing? We was gods before before they took the civilization. You, you sound Yo, like Sleepy Joe. Hey, yeah, you if you don't like Hercules, then you ain't black. Yeah, exactly. Come on, man! You sound like Sleepy Joe. Come on. Okay, so let's see what right. they say over the last few years. Yeah, we've we've read through that. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. A lot of this stuff is. Um, Alvera, we'll go through this tomorrow because I can't. I can't see any of this, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So most of this stuff, yeah, it's just like I think the way the way they're heading with it, it's you, you know, know they've already had like a lot of like miss miss hits, like you know, with, with all the live actions. I've got to say this though, it'd be interesting if they create sequel um, live action. Now, when I say what I'm referring to is that, say, for instance, Snow White, instead of basing the um, story on Snow White, why not base the story on Snow White's descendants who end up needing to go to, you know, um, you know back to the mine to end up getting help with, you know, saving some sort of crisis? Why retell the story? That, that's one of the big questions I have. One of the other important things I'll really have to nail down here. Do not, and I really hope Disney doesn't do this, but uh, if you watch the first Mulan from 1994 and then Mulan 2, just the literal shithouse of the story is really bad. Don't do a live a a action where they just... Disney can't, though. Disney is incapable of creating mm -hmm. decent movies today. It's only the offshoots. And even then, uh, Pixar, what was that um, one with the sea creatures in it? That was recent. Little Mermaid. 
No, not the Little Mermaid. Was that like the the, the two boys? Yeah, that one. Right. So, yeah. Okay. See, that wasn't made by Disney itself. That was one of Disney's companies that they bought out. Pixar. Right. Right. I, I think Disney needs to stop making movies for like the next five years and just focus on revamping their corporation and getting things done properly and then go what back I don't understand is why do they have to why do they have to fuck with what works I just, you know why I think they're running out of ideas that's that's probably no. the main problem. Like well, they're buying out all like, these different franchises because they don't have anything else. Like they could either revamp their old ideas that were successful that did give them billions back in the day, or I, I they have to buy up new companies and make movies. But it's and like bank why, on do, why do you have to turn Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story into some kind of a? I just I I, I don't get it. Like why don't, don't you just leave it how it is? Why do you have to? Because they're I'm a company like, and they still have to have revenue, <clears throat> like so they're they're just utilizing every resource that they have to try to generate income. That that generally does seem to be the problem, and it's not it's not about like animators putting their passion into projects anymore. Now, it's about okay, how can we utilize this franchise that we just bought to make more money? And who gives a flying crap about the 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 story or the characters? Yeah, let's just, let, let's just swap them out, make them all diverse, and maybe we can pander and, to know, some of the woke crap. Like that's what they want to like, do. You know, this is this is the you know this is relevant. This is modern. This is. You know, I guess so. You know it's like what a kick in the balls. Sorry, it's like anyone, you know, it's like. Does anyone remember Turning Red? Uh, yeah, that was yeah. Weird. The way it was advertised, just destroyed the actual movie when you watched it. It wasn't until after when I rewatched the movie going through the whole thing about how look, this movie won't make sense to you unless of course you're Asian, you were in the 90s, a kid of the 90s, uh, and you were growing up in Canada. You but that was the fun of the movie! It makes the, the films a little bit more enjoyable where you start throwing all this woke shit at it, it's like Right. Movie that was the point of the movie. It's like it's like one of my favorite movies is is Natural Born Killers. And it's like what is the message of that movie? The power of the media. Like you <laughs> Yeah. Movies today are so fucking it, it's like the movies of today suck. Because it's a, it's not about telling a good story nowadays. It's about propaganda, which you don't want to go. No, it's about we got to make sure we don't piss somebody off. Well, that's why they're losing billions of dollars and their stock crash. Yeah, like it's just it's like just fucking just just make a movie, and (laughs) either it's going to be a hit or it's going to go bust. Sorry, I, I just thought of the perfect way you could not piss someone off, but someone would still get pissed off. A blank screen. Yeah, not exactly. On, no, don't, don't make a movie. Don't make a movie. <laughs> exactly. And someone would still get pissed off because of the color of the screen. I was just gonna oh say that. God, oh no! Holy oh, shit! There's white. There's white freaking snow on the screen. Holy shit! It's offensive. 
Well, snow is racist, don't you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, there you go. It's racist. Like, do we snow have any white? other oh. stories for tonight? For uh, today, no, sorry, not or at mo- not at the moment. No, I think we're about done. Oh, yeah, and um, wow. gee, wasn't too bad though. But hope you, you know, let's um, let's wrap this up. And um, who's got a quick closing statement to make just about this week's stuff? All right, uh, Tyler. Um. I just want to thank you all for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. Any final words about Furpok? Um, I had a blast. I can I can say that. Um, I really can't get. Uh, I really can't say anything bad about the con, other than the hotel. The hotel had a couple issues, but you know, hey, um, you put two thousand twenty five hundred people there. What do you expect? Um, if you're not ready for it, shit's going to break. All right. Uh, Noble? Uh, I was sort of hoping for more drama coming out of a Furacon, to be honest. I mean, just the last time Apocalypse came out, that was just golden for how bad it was running. Yeah, Uh, sorry. Basically, like the house, the literal house of horrors, I remember. At Disney, <laughs> Disney, please, please release that movie without making any changes because I just want to see another. Well, I mean, how much? It's like a small country that they'll turn around and waste the the uh, the amount of money a small country would make. They'll turn around and waste making one of these movies, and it just basically falls over. It's like Marvel now. All right, Fira. Well, I do have to say overall that Furpak was an awesome experience. But I do think it's important to note that, yeah, I did get kind of like bullied and harassed by at least like one, by one radical crazy person. It's kind of funny. They they posted a video, I guess like when I was watching The Floor Wars, where I turned to my left and they they were recording me and then they felt that I got spooked or scared by them or some crap. And uh, no, I don't know what they look like. I didn't, didn't even see them. I went over to like step over the line, but I didn't want to stand in the way because like fursuiters were coming. They're like, look, I'm very scared of me. This is the same person that harassed me uh, earlier, yelling at me, uh, saying that I don't like you. And they also physically assaulted Crusader Cat. So this person's not cool. Uh, you didn't tell that story. Yeah, well, we didn't have time, but fuck them. And I didn't tell All that right. because I don't want to give this idiot any more attention than they deserve, because they don't. Uh, aside from that, idiot, uh, Furpok was great, and yeah, I'd like to come back next year. Hopefully, they can get the whole lottery system uh, settled, so we don't have to like book a room and then not like get an email six days later being like, oh, never mind, you can't come, and then you have to go to the Overflow Hotel. But otherwise, that's fine. And when it comes to Disney, uh, my my faith in Disney has been dwindling substantially for the last like year. So I don't know what the hell they're going to be able to do. Other than that, um, I hope everyone had a happy Halloween. Well, I hope you all had a happy Halloween, guys. That's pretty much it. And I guess I'll see you next week. (laughs) All right.
as always, thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that as much as we've been making it. Had a great Halloween, what have you. Hope it wasn't cursed. As always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, FM, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more further down the line. That's a wrap. This is our signing off for the week. Farewell. Until next time. Permaband! <laughs> Later.